Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Otherwise Carrot, who says, My 28 male wife, 26 female, got tested for STDs the same afternoon that she returned from an eight-week-long business trip used a solo shopping trip to conceal the appointment. Throw away for reasons. My wife is a great person and we have always gotten along. We have been married for almost two years and we've been together for four and a half years. We are in a monogamous relationship and have both had several partners prior to our relationship. Every year, my wife goes on a long business trip, typically about two months. During this time, communication over phone and email can be difficult contingent upon the technological issues but contingent upon the technological issues where she works she really enjoys her work during the business trips and usually comes home feeling fulfilled and excited about life normally when she comes home she takes a day or two to rest and overcome the jet lag 28 hour travel time and 21 hour time difference the following days we tend to spend lots of time together sex dates cuddling catching up etc because she's been gone so long. This year, she came home as her same excited self after having had a great trip. In fact, she seemed so excited that she wanted to work on some projects, but would need to get some material from the store. About three hours after picking her up from the airport, she says she wants to go shopping for a craft project and that she will likely spend hours out shopping. She really emphasizes how much time she'll need to go shopping. Many hours. I think this is a little weird considering that she just came back from a 28-hour flight, hasn't slept, and she's usually not the type to spend more than an hour or two shopping. But whatever, it's fine. About five hours later, she comes home with a single bag of craft material. I register this as strange, but don't really think about it. I chalk it up to taking a lot of time to pick out her materials, carefully selecting them instead of bulk buying. Over the next few days, she didn't really go through the jet lag phase and stayed distant. I thought that was weird, but ended up giving her space and just focused on school. About two weeks post-return, we still haven't had sex. Despite my advances and lightly prodding the issue, getting a, I'm just feeling off and don't feel like it. I find that strange. She is usually a three to four times a week kind of person and we've been exploring some new kinks prior to her trip, which we had talked about kindling once she returned. The first few times that she doesn't reciprocate sexy time advances, I don't think anything of it. We've always had a very open no policy and are attentive to one another's needs, i.e. time, tired, not feeling it, need it now. After two weeks, the combination of her distance and no sex feels really off. Over the weekend, she met up with her girlfriends for a day out. During that time, I snooped on her computer. If that bothers you, stop reading now. We've always been extremely open with our phones and social media. 
We both know our phone passwords and computer passwords. She knows my Facebook, etc. While she was out with her friend, I looked on her computer. She left her work and personal email, Reddit and Facebook open and logged in. So I looked. Nothing out of the ordinary. I looked in the recycle bin and found that she had taken some self-nudes with her phone. Sent them to her email, downloaded, then deleted them. Hence the recycling bin. I thought that was odd. Normally, we would send news to each other, not put them on our computers. Maybe she really liked them. She did look hot and decided to keep them. This has my gears turning because she has been really disinterested in sex since returning, but is taking selfies in the nude wearing lingerie. I looked at the metadata on the picture, confirmed it was taken recently and that was downloaded from Gmail. I went and looked at her Gmail. Nothing terribly odd here, but anything before three days after returning home had been deleted from her inbox then deleted from the trash folder slash not archived. E.g., if she came home on the 1st, everything before the 4th was deleted. However, in her trash bin was a confirmation of appointment for a health clinic in an an adjacent city. It had a link with a user ID to log into the patient portal if you needed to change your appointment. I logged in with the ID and her common passwords, which I already knew from her sharing. The portal is mostly empty, but showed that she had scheduled and kept an appointment the same afternoon that she got home from her trip. The portal allows you to request records for visits, so I did. They were delivered to the portal about 30 minutes later. She had gone in for STD testing five hours after coming home from an eight-week business trip. To summarize, one gets tested for STDs while saying she's going on a shopping trip the day she returns from an eight-week business trip. Two, concealed the fact that she was tested, didn't leave phone number or address at clinic, careful to delete emails pertaining to clinic, made cover excuse to go out. Three, super distant with me, very engaging towards friends and coworkers, slash no sex. Four, says not interested in sex, but dresses up to take nudes and clearly masturbating. Found lots of porn open on a computer, vibrator out, not anything odd. We watch porn together and alone, open about masturbation, etc. Five, on a similar business trip, she did almost the exact same thing. Got tested as soon as she got home seven-week trip, refrained from sex for about a week on distant. I found out via similar ways, share computer, saw email from health clinic about results on portal. Previously, when I asked her about it, she said she had a UTI and went in for a full STD panel. Totally plausible. I let it go. I just feel like there's a pattern here. Also said that STD test was normal for women during checkups, although most clinics say that you must ask for the test slash reasonable suspicion. Six, No real reason to suspect cheating, but goddamn, this feels weird. All the elements of possibility are there, I suppose. Possible explanations. One, she had another health problem that seemed to resolve itself. Maybe she wanted more follow-up and didn't want to belabor me with details. Although the other health issue isn't urogenital related. She didn't receive any tests that would aim to diagnose the concomitant issue. Two, Health information could be weird if someone reading over your shoulder sees an email in your personal inbox from a clinic, so you delete it. I'm not sure this explains why inbox was clean slash stuff deleted from the trash. 3. Maybe she feels a little detached from me after being away for so long and needs more time to warm back up. 4. Could have also had another UTI and got STD panel at the request of the practitioner, although no antibiotics or treatments were administered during the visit and weren't documented. 5. Maybe she thought I was cheating and got tested, although eight weeks later seems a little outside of the incubation period. The secrecy of this whole thing bothers me. Any ideas on how to approach this topic with my wife or 
other possible explanations. And I like that Opie in this one played devil's advocate to themselves with the possible explanations, but to me it's just screaming, cheating, like from the amount of stories we read and the way they go down, it's certainly going down that road. I certainly hope it doesn't and there's some other explanation. I can't imagine what that would be right now, but it feels like cheating to me in this. But we'll start off with a deleted user who says, okay, she's cheating. Before you confront her about it and before you even decide how to handle the situation in any way, get your personal information and access changed to be yours again. Usernames, email addresses, or passwords, any paper documentation you have concerning your identity and finances need to be secured in a way she cannot access the information. This sounds like a pain in the ass and preemptive. Trust me, it's not. The end of long-term relationships does crazy shit to the human psyche. Spite has burned a lot of people to the ground in the past and it can happen to anyone. After that, decide what you're going to do beforehand and go through with it regardless of what she says. She's lying to you now and it will only continue. On a personal note, I'm sorry this happened to you. It's an awful and betrayed feeling that burns at night and smolders all day. It will slowly pass, but in the meantime, you need to set yourself up for success in the future. Don't start tying your self-worth and self-image to what happened. Some people are shitty and are shitty to good people who deserve the same love and respect they are shown. Take extra time to work out. Further your education or enjoy hobbies. Boredom will be an enemy of your mental state. Alcohol and drugs will also be harmful. Trust me on this. I love both drugs and alcohol, but they fail in this situation. The Fox and the Raven says, I don't like to jump to conclusions, but this is checking all the boxes. Opportunity. Secretive behavior and hiding evidence. Emotionally distant. Sexually disinterested. STD testing done in secret and not performed by a regular healthcare provider. Suggested photos hidden from her SO. OP, your wife is obviously cheating. I'm sorry. Another deleted user says, yeah, she had sex with someone on a business trip. Obviously, that's why she got tested as soon as she got home and probably isn't having sex with you so she can get her results back first and make sure if she caught an STD, she doesn't give it to you. That's the easiest explanation. The other explanations you came up with don't make sense. I would confront her. So then OP updates the post with a series of mini updates and then has a full post afterwards. So the first update says, admitted to cheating on a trip, says only once, evidence suggests at least greater than two. Update two, three confirmed in one trip, digging in now. Update three, typical, it was a one-time thing responses. It was your fault responses. Confirmed at least three dues during her last trip. Likely systematic serial cheater since we've been together. Refuses to admit anything outside this business trip even though she had a carbon copy behavior two years ago. Refuses to be honest. Claims she wasn't going to meet anyone on her current solo camping trip. I know otherwise. Keep catching her in lies. Filing papers now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
update 4. There's at least 4 now, one on her first trip 2 years ago, hence the STD test then. Mutual friend knew about it, kept it secret. This is days slash a week after we got engaged. Then OP made their own post where they just wanted to rant and they said, Hey folks, I'm at D-Day plus 55 and I wanted to share a little bit more of my story and just talk it out. It gets a bit lonely at night and that's when my gears start cranking without the noise of the day to keep up distractions. So writing it out and clearing the air is perhaps cathartic. Wife and I have been married for one and a half years together for four and a half. We are both graduate students. I'm working towards my MD slash PhD in genetics and she's been working towards a PhD in microbiology. No kids, few assets, not much debt. Here's the backstory if you'd like more information and then shared what we just went through. Luckily, we study at different schools. I'm on the West Coast where she was residing with me and working remotely. She studies at my undergraduate institution in another state. When I found out and confronted her, she was on her way back to her school to do lab work and have committee meetings. So our communications were largely conducted via text messaging and email. She was too much of a coward to speak to me on the phone. I suppose the discovery of infidelity in one's relationship is shocking and painful and begins to pave an arduous road towards a penultimate reconciliation or the passing of community property. In my case, it's been the latter. It's not the sex that bothers me. I can understand those inclinations. I'm a biologist. Attraction, emotional investment, feeling wanted, the taboo of risk, adrenaline, those things make sense to me. What I could not understand is how my wife, someone I adore and respect immensely, could lie to her affair partners about who and what I am. It's like her inner monologue flowed freely to them. The true thoughts about me expressed vocally. That made me physically sick. I'm not a bad guy. I've always been there for my wife. We jived on every level from toilet paper orientation to politics, humor, hobbies, and sex. It just doesn't make sense. During the post-mortem, I've often come to the realization that as a partner on a two-way street, I could have always done more or achieved a stronger marriage. That's the sentimental part of my brain saying, look at all these missed opportunities for communication and growth. If you had really loved your wife, you'd have figured it out and met her needs. That's a deadly game of roulette to play. The retrospective what-if on infinite regression plays discordantly upon the soul. If the discovery of infidelity wasn't shocking enough, I also asked my wife to reconcile. She denied. I gave her a list of demands with seven items. The header reads, the ground rules. If you choose not to comply, or I suspect that you have failed to comply with these rules, I will divorce you. Here is the abridged version of what I asked for. 1. You allow me unfettered access to your phones, accounts, devices, and computers at any time without hesitation. 2. You will forfeit and show me all communications and materials of all extramarital relations that you've engaged in, no matter how minor or how insignificant you feel they were. 3. You will allow me to professionally recover data from your phone and other devices. If there is something you haven't told me yet or haven't given me the full story, this will be a good time to do so. I extend you amnesty for other grievances now withstanding lying. Or, you'll contact all parties that you've engaged with in any way and explain that you are in a monogamous relationship, your husband knows, and that you fucked up. You will apologize for misleading anyone about your relationship status and you will contact their partners and explain what happened. 5. You'll get tested for STDs and STIs every month for the next 6 months, including blood panels. This information will be made to me at my request. 
Six, you will seek and engage in cognitive behavioral therapy until you've been treated for your dysmorphia, eating disorder, and have healthily managed your sexual assaults. You and I will receive marriage counseling indefinitely or we both feel that our problems have been resolved. We will both engage in communication coursework or reading. Seven, rules for opening the relationship. Opie then continues, maybe too controlling? Everything that I asked her for, I offered to reciprocate where applicable. The first bloodletting was the discovery of the infidelity and the mortal strike was her denying me safety in the relationship through dismissal of my needs. Once it was clear that she wasn't trying to reconcile, I was ready to burn it to the ground. I threatened to contact her partners, contact her affair partners, SOs, file professional misconduct complaints. One affair partner was her physician. Contact their research board about misconduct and contact their direct bosses, people whose image is jeopardized by her actions. She freaked out and suddenly became extremely receptive to what I was asking for. Begged me not to ruin her career, begged me not to tell anyone. I felt bad, apologized and told her I wouldn't do that. By then, she had already gone to her bosses, conveyed some truth trickled story to them. I obviously added a lot more pain to the situation by playing that card. This was almost a month ago. She filed for divorce the next day, threatened to file an order of protection so that I wouldn't contact people in her life. And then she told me that she couldn't forgive me for threatening to expose her like that. That's when I woke up. I'd been drowning, undergoing hemorrhagic shock and the hypothermia was creeping in. I'd been desperately trying to get my wife on the shoreline to throw me a life preserver. My actions caused her to get her feet wet and she couldn't handle it. I started to understand who she was weak and cowardly, not exactly life partner material. A few weeks later, I had realization, just like she died. That's what the pain and emptiness and anger feels like. I found out later that she was still in contact with one of her partners, another punch in the gut. Anyways, that's where I'm at. I applaud you if you made it this far. Our divorce is underway and will hopefully be resolved cleanly. For the time being, things here are quiet, empty and lonely. My schoolwork has suffered and I'm thinking about taking some time off to process everything. Thanks for listening. And OP does mention later in a comment it was the best thing that ever happened to them, that they don't need that kind of shit in their life. And absolutely, I mean, when I always look at these affair stories, I always think, where's the trust? Can you trust that person again? Would you be able to look at that person and say, you know, I trust you as my life partner? I just don't think you could, but I don't know. Everyone's different. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's have one more cheeky little story. And this story is from Safe Translator 4967 who says, am I the asshole for moving out while my parents are on vacation? I, female 20, have three siblings who live at home. Male 22, male 15, male 12. My older brother does not work and does not go to school. My middle and youngest brothers are in middle and high school. I've been taking care of them for about six years now. My parents both work. I'm the only one who cleans and makes food and takes care of the dogs. I have access to a car that I share with my brother, but he takes it to go see his friends and hook up with Tinder randos. So I've had to bring home groceries on the bus because, oh yeah, I also do the grocery shopping. I've tried talking to my parents about it, but they say that my brother is finding himself and the younger ones have to concentrate on school. I'm in my third year of college and it's wrecking me. My boyfriend 24 has talked to his parents and they're letting me move into the apartment over their garage. He'll be paying the rent for the apartment. He lives at home rent free, but also graduated and has a great job. So he talked about it and it is fair. We're committed to each other, but we are way too young to think about moving in together or getting married. 
I'm not saying that this is too young for anyone else. We just know what we want in life, and until I get my nursing degree and get a job, we aren't ready. My parents went away this weekend for NASCAR in Vegas. It is their third vacation this year. I do not begrudge them for their holidays. They both work hard, but I'm tired of being an unpaid nanny slash dog sitter. So I grabbed my laptop, clothes, and a few other things that I have been gifted. I waited for my older brother to get home, and I left. I told him I was going out for milk, but my boyfriend was waiting in the car around the corner. He started texting me about 20 minutes later saying he needed the car. I did not take the car. I left all the keys on the counter, even my house keys. My grandparents pay for my education, so there is literally nothing my parents can hold over me. I let him know I wasn't coming back and let my parents know after the last race that I'd left him in charge of the younger kids and bailed. They drove straight home instead of spending the night partying and driving home today. Everyone is mad at me for being so immature and thoughtless. I just don't care anymore. I talk to my grandfather and he says I am right and my brothers can look after themselves. My mum keeps calling and complaining that the house is a mess. I was only gone for nine hours before they got home, but my brothers are pigs. My older brother says I'm an arsehole because my parents are making him do everything that I used to do. I cannot find it in myself to give a shit. Am I the arsehole? But Jay Strangway says not the arsehole. You keep doing and being who you are and you'll always be a fantastic person. I'm sorry for the attitudes of your parents and brothers. Maybe they'll change, maybe they won't. But by not being there, they will always have to face up to all you did around the house and for them. I'm sure you'll find that almost everyone reading your post will be mentally sending hugs and support to you. Absolutely. Tina Phyllis says, To your brother, let me get this straight. You never stood up for me when I was living there. You never helped me with all the things our parents expected me to do. And you regularly monopolized the car, so I had to carry groceries home on public transport. Why'd you expect me to do more than you did for me? especially when I was stuck in that position for years and you've only been in that role for about a week. To your mother. Mum, I tried to talk to you for years about the unfair burden you were placing on me to clean up after my brothers, not to mention all the chores you expected me and only me to do. You had an opportunity after opportunity to come to a compromise, so now it's yours and dad's problem, not mine. I now consider the topic closed. So is there something else you would like to talk about? Otherwise, I'll say goodbye for now. If she continues trying to complain, say goodbye and hang up. Don't stay on the line letting her continue to berate you. Not the arsehole and good for you for getting out of that situation. But now I'm going to turn this one straight to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you do if you was OP? Do you have a different opinion on the matter or something you may have done differently? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time absolutely means the world to me. So thank you so, so much for getting involved. It's crazy. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my Face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> 